So, hey, everyone. Uh, happy holidays. Merry Christmas. This is our uh, semi sort of annual uh, holiday podcast we're doing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And End of uh, the year. Yeah. Looking forward to the new year. Definitely. And, um, definitely. We kind of slacked off this year. We took a lot of time off because we were both so busy with other projects. Yeah. Um, and then a big project that we hope to do through the podcast, we're working on a, I don't want to get over, oversell it, but we're working kind of on a documentary um, about a special person that I've known for a long time mm-hmm. in Hollywood. And so we'll see how that goes. Um, and so we're working on that too. And Just like with anything in Hollywood, it's all, uh, it's, it's not a sure thing, right? <laughs> that, and it takes time. It just takes yeah. so long to get things finished. Cause you're trying to, you've got a lot of people involved. So you're trying mm-hmm. to get everyone, you know, on the same page and all that. So anyway, hopefully we'll, we hope we're aiming to have that out next early next year. Yeah. Um, we're, um, we have some good people involved and, uh, and with a little luck, this will get done. Yes, yes. Okay. I had. Uh, you know, had to pick up some uh, shooting uh, duties, which, you know, I'm not the best, <laughs> you, you did know, good. You with did my good. iPhone. <laughs> yeah, you did good. But, there was some live concert footage. Yeah, which was really amazing. So um, yeah, yeah some really cool people. I yeah, be, I think it'll be neat. I think it'll be interesting. Um, and then we're still, you know, uh, anyone that watches a lot of our videos would know we really don't have a theme or a kind of one one road we're going down we do a variety of different topics according to what interests us and um our friends i know that's what i was saying to i was saying to kelly the other day that uh one of my friends said i really enjoy the variety of your topics and i had to laugh because we're constantly saying we gotta focus on one thing but well we're always told you don't build up your subscriber base unless you focus you know in one area and we just Mm. have you know we're just we're doing this you know, partially for us, for our own self-satisfaction. We don't think we're going to become rich and famous from this. So we're, you know, wanting to feature our friends and do the, talk about topics that interest us. So mm-hmm. we are open. If somebody has any ideas that they would like to see more of, please True. let us know in the comments and we'll, we'll address it if it's something that interests us too. Um, but yeah, I think we're happy with the way things are going and the fun part of doing a podcast is you do it when you can and feel like it and you don't have to do it if you don't want to because you're not being paid for it. And um, yeah, that's true. And uh, it, it, like you said, it keeps us, you know, we want to do a forward trajectory on keep, we want to keep this train going, but we did slack off a little bit this year yeah. because Kelly bought a place and I was focusing on a lot of music stuff and I, I got to travel a little bit and I, um, one thing I wanted to say that I'm really, cause you know, I'm trying to practice this gratitude thing of just, you know, being really grateful <laughs> for, you know, all the neat jobs that I had this year. I did some voiceover work for Netflix, which was like my first time doing that. And I'm, I'm hoping that I get to do it again. And, you know, I'm just, I'm grateful for the work because uh, it's been a pre- precarious, you know, crazy couple of years. Yeah. So yeah. now things are opening up and, uh, then again, things are kind of in LA though, that we're kind of like, everybody's worried a little bit about COVID again, but I'm just, you know, mm. I'm out there doing my thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. COVID, COVID put a damper on everyone and everything. I guess you're not supposed to say it because YouTube cuts oh. the video. Oh, that's right. Okay. So, so what I do we call it? I might have to bleep us out or whatever. Yeah. The, the, that bug. 
I, I saw one guy, he did a video and I thought it was so cute. Um, he called it the beer bug. Mm. Beer bug. The beer bug. Okay. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, I remember that. that. You're cute. right. That was no, my was mistake. Um, um, but anyway, uh, we're not worried about that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> um, what else? Yeah, and I had a really busy year trying to think what I did. <laughs> well, you mostly it was your house, you know, buying a oh, house. Oh yeah, I bought a house. So yeah, <laughs> that was it. That was and I'm still like, gosh, um every, you know, just fixing things up the way you want and I'm trying to uh tailor it exactly to how I want. I like everything convenient and easy and sure. you know, fix things that, so that it's the the style and the design is laid out for my lit lifestyle. Um so yeah, that did take that was why I took off the summer, huh? Yeah. Um, and then work, you know, I have a, a job that I really love and put a lot of time into and then all my little side projects. So, but, um, I think next year will be, I'll have more time and we can, uh, just continue on with this and have fun. And we wanted to wish everyone a Merry Christmas, a happy holiday, happy new year. Yeah. Um, uh, and, we and also, it, what you brought up just a minute ago, if anybody has suggestions about what they like about our podcast the most, like, was there certain topics that you liked the most? Um, I know re the relationship ones have really done pretty well. And uh, at the beginning, we're like, we don't want to go into relationships, you know, <laughs> because it's so, um, I don't know, not trite, but it's very, uh, it, it's the biggest thing that seems to be yeah. prevalent and all overdone, overdone. That's the word there's I'm so many, you know, relationship videos of. out there. But when you think about it, um, you and I have been single, you know, most of our lives and we, well, I've been, we've had I some long-term relationships, yeah. we've had, you know, but we've been yeah. single. We haven't been married most of our lives. Um, well, I, yeah, I don't know if I was, I haven't been married, but I yeah. wouldn't consider, I mean, I guess if that's, you're going to classify either you're married or you're not, then no, I haven't been married, but I've always been in these long-term relationships. So to me, that's, you know, whatever. yeah, well, that's what I mean by married. You're not married. Yeah, right. Um, that's true. Both, both of us have mostly been single because it's just different. It's a big step when you get married that you're like married that person, <laughs> you own each other practically. So that's a different ball game it's but true because we've it's been true. you know whatever free agents <laughs> most of our lives um yeah, that's then, funny you know i think i think we have more experience in relationships because we have dated um and had long-term relationships some short-term relationships and right. so i that's have true. a lot of different and lots of friends i've coached many girlfriends through a bad time a bad relationship um, been there for them. So, you know, definitely I think we do have a lot to say about relationships. If we go that route, it just wasn't our plan. It wasn't something that was really, um, but if we can help people, you know, that's really another thing. I love helping people yeah. find some advice and encourage people in any way or inspire them. I would love to do more of that. Um, but we've done, we've interviewed a lot of authors, book mm -hmm. authors, a lot of musicians, mm -hmm. Um, we've had, what other kind of guests, musicians, authors, directors, we Bitcoin, we talked about Bitcoin. Um, but we had a, a director or two, as I recall. Yeah. In the, uh, movie industry. Yeah. yeah. And, um, uh, authors, like you already mentioned, um, a lot of music people and I'm trying to think of anybody. A brain else. cancer survivor. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Um, right. Um, we've had relationship um, experts too and matchmakers. Yeah, yeah. 
those did well too. So I don't know, maybe, you know, relationship coaching, because things have changed um, the way we have relationships, but maybe not necessarily for the good. Maybe we need to um, mm -hmm. reinforce some of the things that work in a relationship. Um, Cause I think younger people are a little confused with what works. And I feel like um, I do feel like men and women are built differently. Yeah, I definitely. I mean, are. I mean, emotionally we're built differently. That doesn't mean we don't want to evolve and change and become, you know, I think men, you know, should be encouraged to be more emotional, mm, but anyway, without true. getting out, off into that in relation to this, yeah. um, we are, we are open to doing more relationship videos. If that's what people want to hear about. Mm. Um, I think we both have some good advice. Um, cause we've had some really good relationships, you know, solid good relationships that just didn't, um, you go know, into marriage. A lot of times, just because you, you know, you get married doesn't mean you're going to stay married and you doesn't mean you're going to grow together. So you can still be in a relationship and grow together and have a nice, healthy relationship and know when it's time to say goodbye and wish them well before it gets ugly. Because when you get tied to someone through marriage, that's when it usually gets ugly and sometimes even dangerous. Um, so that's true. That's true. And some people uh, don't know how to uh, segue out of that gracefully. So, well, it's not always an easy way when you're married, you know, you've got that paper. <laughs> Um, and it is a form of ownership, it seems like to me. Um, and that's another reason that I was just, you know, apprehensive to get married again, because I didn't want to have that strong tie of feeling of being possessed. And on a sad note, you know, during, um, during the, uh, beer bug, it, <laughs> uh, a lot of people, <laughs> like, Huh? The beer bug at like 30%, uh, the divorce rate went up like 30% because I have a couple of friends who were family law attorneys and they were telling me that. <laughs> I know yeah, because so you're stuck with each other. You can't avoid each other. And it's such a, it's, it's a lifetime commitment. You enter thinking you're going to be married for life. I know I mm -hmm. thought I was going to be married mm -hmm. forever. Mm -hmm. Um, that quickly changed, but you, and no offense to him. We were both contributed. We were both really immature. Um, but then you, you grow and change as a human being. You hopefully throughout every, maybe even every decade, you become a little different. You maybe become smarter about life and want different things. And so how can we know that we want to stay with that person our whole life? So anyway. And yeah. And I know some people that got married really young, like in their early twenties. And uh, I just don't, some, one couple has survived, but most of them don't because they survived. They survived. I mean, they survived, they survived the marriage. Well, I support it. I know. I I know people that got married in high school. You know, and they've been married their whole lives, and they're that's that's all they know. So they mm -hmm. grew together, mm -hmm. and I think that's beautiful. I think it's wonderful, but it's not for everyone. Not everyone wants that life. Um. So that's the good thing. I think we also need to learn maybe uh to start the new year with a a moral lesson here, or maybe not a moral lesson, but a life lesson of learning to accept hmm. as in America, we're supposed to be diverse and freedom mm -hmm. for everyone, except other people's ways of living and other hmm. people's choices, just because that's true. Know, Good getting point, married and having two kids and having a dog and a house with a white picket fence work for you. That doesn't mean that's what everybody wants. Right. So, and, and some people because, are not go ahead. Well, and some people want that kind of security and stability and other people want adventure and they want to go off into the big city and make their way and have 
many relationships because I always felt like every relationship I had introduced me to a whole new world, a whole new world of people, all their friends, their career, what they did. Um, and I always, I was just one of those people that wanted to live life as much as I could possibly live. But therefore, I am now single without kids. So, you know, you have to have that trade off. And I don't have regrets because that's who I am and what I wanted out of life. But a lot of people would just be miserable right now to be at my age without kids and without husband. I'm happy. But, well, you know, so yeah, a lot of people I, wouldn't be. So they. I was just going to mention, though, conversely, I have a relative who um, my mm, another relative, I don't want to say, I don't want to out them, but they were was saying that this other relative should have never gotten married because, you know, she had, a, she had four kids and she really shouldn't have never married, you know, but it, back in the day when she was, you know, having kids, that was what everyone did. So my point is not everyone is meant to be married. And sometimes it's just best if you know that and just follow your path, because yeah. just because society tells you, you, um, you know, should be married and have kids. A lot of times that doesn't work, you know, for the kids too, yeah. because if your parents aren't the type that should have ever married or had you, <laughs> well, that's a whole other conversation. But um, anyway, some people are just not meant to be married. <laughs> well, and that's a good point. And I think nowadays we're free to make those choices. Mm -hmm. Women are freed up to be single. And I, I hate to say it, but I don't think you can have it all. I don't think you could have a career and be a good parent. Um, well, unless, unless one parent, I mean, you sacrifices have to be there. a lot. You have to be there for your mm -hmm. kids. So if you're working a full time job, you're not there for your kids. So I, I'm sorry, I, think you can, I don't agree yeah. that you can right. have all of it, that you can have both. I think you can, but I think it's super hard work. And I wasn't, I didn't want to sign up for that particular, you know, program, yeah. <laughs> you know, so I think you can, but it's a big sacrifice and you have to work your butt off, you know? So that's just my point of view. But yeah, I don't agree. Um, I had a mother that was home when I got home from school every day. And I feel mm. like that's the way it should be. I don't think kids should come home to an empty house. Um, and I think in well, some no. circumstances, you can't help it. You go in with the intention sure. of staying married and being a two-parent home. And I mm -hmm. think in that case, as a society, we need to support those parents. Um, when I was managing uh, the newspapers, I let the people bring their kids to work. Like the single mothers, if there was a day the kids didn't have school that day, I'm like, bring them to work. I, I made a little office and we had their toys in there and the computer and they could play and I feel like um, as a society, if we want to support everyone we and we care about the kids, then we should allow more of that. And I know there's some big companies that actually have playrooms. Yes. Actually, my insurance agent has a room with uh, little tables and chairs and games and toys for kids mm -hmm. for his staff mm -hmm. or mm -hmm. his clients when they come with their kids. They can let the kids go in there and play. And, you know, it's just family friendly. And we yeah. claim to be such a country of family values, but then we don't really support single mothers or single fathers, parents. Right. That's that, true. You, know, you can't help it if your spouse dies or if they're a jerk and you get divorced, or even if they're not a jerk and you just decide you outgrew them and you want to get a divorce. We still want to make their lives easier because right. the people that are having children, the children are our future and that's important. So I think we should offer support to people that do take the plunge. Unlike you and I, we, you know, we both made other choices and I think we have value too. 
you know, we are contributing to society. Oh yeah, for sure. I, I didn't ever doubt that. It's just yeah. that, uh, uh, like I said, some people are just not meant to be married and you know, that's just the yeah. way it is. And that's okay. That's we're all different. And that's the beautiful thing about the society we've created is that we do have these choices now that we can live the life we really want to live. And then as a culture and a society, we get the best out of everyone instead of pushing people into a mold and making them conform to one thing that we're not going to get the best out of that person. So I, I always, my big thing is giving every person a chance to be their mm-hmm. best seed because then we all benefit from that. So and I think that's one of the unique things about America that I do like is the diversity of our lifestyle choices, you know, in yeah. other countries, it has, they have a tendency to be a little bit more uniform, more yeah. because we're not so traditional in America. I mean, there's so many different yeah. religions and, and uh, yeah. ethnicities and all that. So yeah. anyway, yeah. so we want to know though, <laughs> is there a topic that you want to see more of on our podcast? Right. Yeah. I think that's a good way to start out the year. If anybody has any ideas for us, you can even private message us or put it in the comments. We're open and um, we like to have conversations. Kimber and I, even though on the podcast, we have these conversations, a lot of times we have, a, a, you know, uh, conversations on the phone. Mm. We, just, we, we like to talk about life and things and we're always trying to solve problems. And so um, this is always fun for us, too. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. to share our thoughts and stimulate conversation. And we learn from each other and. Um, yeah, because you don't always have to agree. You know, it, it, I try to be good about, you know, having an open mind about what the other person thinks. Well, and now obviously... I'm in another place. Um, I lived in California most of my life, but now I'm living in Wyoming. So that's a whole, I always share things with you. I go, yeah, you know what they do here and you know how this is. And it's just interesting to hear. And then she tells me what's going on in LA since I left, you know, what's how it's changed and different. And then we've talked a lot about the homeless population. And can I say what you, you know, that you're involved with? The oh yeah. Charity, charity. called uh, partners for hope. Uh, we have a, yeah. a website partners for hope us.org, but um, we are trying to help in any way we can we, uh, you know, if you go to our website, you can read more about it, but this is something we've been working on starting during the cold, uh, during the uh, beer bug time. (laughs) (laughs) Good job. Um, yeah. And I think that's awesome that you guys are doing that. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's challenging, you know, whenever you start a nonprofit, because, uh, there's a lot of work that goes into it. Sometimes they don't really start getting to go, um, you know, into fruition for a few years. So it's been, we've been slowly building it up. You know, we do everything from, yeah. I was just saying, we do everything from delivering food to places that are already established to toys, to the kids in the hospitals, to personally going to meet, to meet the homeless people in uh, Orange County and LA. And I've gone to several functions uh, trying to figure out new ways to do it. So we're always looking for ideas and, and any help, like I said, you can go to the website and donate. I mean, the key is raising funds, it's true money um, to pay for, you know, the things that you, you're going to do. And if you want to do bigger projects to actually, know. you know, have an, I, know. I mean, helping one person is helpful, That's but true. if you want to do bigger projects that you can help more people, um, you, you need money. <laughs> so you got to, I know, factors and, and I have the hard, um, a hard time. I was telling um, the person that I'm doing this with, I was, I'm having a hard time. 
I have a hard time asking for money, you know, and it's like the most important thing of this whole thing, you know, but when you know, you're helping people and there's yeah. a lot of people that would be glad to. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So, you know, it, it, it's, it's helping everyone, you know, it's a good thing. And for that's a lot true. of people, it's a tax write off. So. That's true. And I know a lot of rich people. So remember, pay you up. yes, I'm, I'm doing you a favor. I got, I got, I can help you out with something. Yeah. Right. Think, honestly, I think a lot of wealthy people are happy to do that and would be glad to be, you know, on your board of directors to get the, get it off. That's the true. So I, anyway, yeah. we'll talk about that later. Yeah, on. That's another podcast all to yeah, itself, yeah. but I'm glad you brought that up though. Cause I was thinking about that today. Yeah. Um, anyway, so and we want to say happy new year and uh, look, we look forward to um, more exciting podcasts with you. <laughs> I don't know how exciting this one was, but you know. 2023. Well, anyway, we just really want to stimulate conversation. And I, I feel like personally um, we're lacking the ability to converse and uh, the knowledge uh, to have conversations that make a difference and make change. So I encourage people to do more research, think a little deeper about things, you know, don't believe everything you hear and, uh, you know, think, think a little deeper mm. and try to make the world a better place. I feel like that is empowering. I remember I said to a person once, he said, uh, you know, you seem to bounce back from tra tragedies and traumas. And I said, you know, I'm not asking for more. I've had my share. I'm done as far as I'm concerned, knock on wood. But I feel like when you overcome challenges, you feel alive. It's as a human being, that's true. We are built to solve problems and overcome challenges. And this the more the greater ability you have to overcome challenges and solve problems, I think you have a better life. It's not avoiding problems. It's knowing you can solve them. And then that builds your esteem and gives you um, confidence in ways you wouldn't normally have. So yeah, uh, it's empowering. Story. It's empowering, you know, yeah. while you're going through and going through it, it's horrible, but then afterwards yeah. you're much stronger. Yeah. So. Well, I mean, some things can really break you if you don't, you just have to look at it from a practical point of view. Mm, mm. I have a friend right now mourning her dog, the death oh, of her dog. Who? It was unexpected. Oh. I'll tell you about it later. It was mm. unexpected, but those are the times that have almost destroyed me is losing my dogs. Mm -hmm, like more than mm -hmm. anything, any relationship, any I remember sickness, any like literally those are the times that I thought I'm going to die. I'm just not going to make it. My heart's going to stop beating. Um, <sighs> I so know. My, you know, my friend that's going through that right now, she's going through the same thing because it was unexpected, but then you, you know, you go on and you one day look back and you go, I'm not crying anymore. I'm actually smiling mm -hmm. when I think of that little mm -hmm. animal mm -hmm. and you know that you, that's life, you know, life offers challenges. And I guess my message in the new year is know that whatever you're going through right now, know that you'll make it you'll be fine. And you will be, you will see life differently. You may carry some battle scars, but you'll be fine. You'll make it. And that's what life is. Life is not supposed to be easy. It's supposed to build us, build our character, make us better, make us stronger, um, give us challenges so that we, that's can what my mom would always say. She'd people. always say, whoever said life was easy or whoever said life was fair. <laughs> Well, and I think a lot of people live a safe life trying to make it easy. Like they take the safe way for everything, just whatever's easy. And 
you know, there's something to be said for that. There's not, you know, you can say that, well, that's pretty smart. <laughs> they didn't. I want an easy life. <laughs> yeah. But not everyone is built for, you know, greater things or doing better or different or taking risks or whatever. And that's why it's okay. I feel like we're all in this together, but we want to support each other, whatever life choices we make. And, you know, I see, I always think of my musician friends in LA that didn't really make it big. You know, they, they did okay. Mm. Um, and they never, they wanted, you know, the rockers, they wanted to be big rock stars and they never really made it big. And I always think we should have a little safety net for them because they took the chance. It wasn't that their music wasn't as good. They just didn't roll the dice, you know, Mm -hmm. the dice or whatever. Um, so I do feel like we should provide safety nets for people that are willing to take risks, risk takers. Like we do, we tend to do it for business owners. We always Mm. know have safety nets for them. We always build them out. The arts are not valued as much, but on that note, I do want to say shout out to, uh, Fran Drescher, Nanny Fine, (laughs) because I was telling you on the phone the other day that I was like, she's doing great as president of SAG. Like she's doing all these things that I for me, you know, resonate with me. And uh, I just think that's great that, awesome. you know, we just passed a couple of um, legislations, California, uh, pro- or is it propositions, propositions that um, support the arts in schools mm-hmm. and that no matter what, there'll always be funding. I, th- I don't know if it was just a California thing. I think it was just a California thing. But um, anyway, so she was behind that. She was promoting that a lot. And uh, so because the arts never are not as valued as much. And when the economy right. goes down, you know, that's the first thing. thing. Yeah. yeah. And that's such a great outlet for kids. You know, when you're like for me personally, music was just such a great outlet uh, when you're going through frustration or angst oh, or anything. It's so part of everybody's you know? life. I mean, mm-hmm. the memories that you have that that are invoked when you hear a certain song for everyone, like nobody's immune to that. And, you know, they say, you could probably tell me this more than I know, that music builds different pathways in your brain. And they- Well, it depends what kind of music, not the rock music. I, even though I love rock music, oh, yeah. <laughs> it's more- okay. Well, it's more, I love rock music. I'm a rocker, but it's classical music supposedly okay. is the one that builds the synapses. You know, it okay. s- helps stimulate the baby's brains and makes plants grow more. You know, that's a, that's a theory. I'm not sure if it's been proven, but, okay. but, <laughs> but it, anyway, it, anything, it just enhances our lives. I right. mean, it makes of our lives better and richer and prettier. Um, so yeah, the arts are, and you know, drawing and sculpting and oh yeah, uh, I think, painting. I painting. just don't think people again, give deep enough thought to what matters. Every, our culture is always about money. If it doesn't, if you can't monetize it, it's useless. If you're not making a lot of money, you're, you're not, you have no worth. And we should stop monetizing everything and consider the real value of things. Because a lot of things that, you know, something that makes a lot of money, what was I thinking of the other day? I can't remember. And it's bring, well, the Twitter feuds, you know, Twitter has Mm. all this it's made so much money. Elon Musk spent $44 billion for Twitter. And, you know, really, what does it do to enhance our lives? I think it could be a really good form of com- place to communicate if there, you know, if we were like letting it be free and let there be free speech. But even that, like, is it worth $44 billion over music? You know, over well, I'm kind of one of those people that you know, I mean, this is wrong, but I feel like it's his money, let him do what he wants. You know, I mean, yeah, I, I would love it if he donated it or helped musicians or actors, but you know, 
that's his money. So I, that's how I feel about, about that. But well, that wasn't my point. It's oh. nothing to do with what he spent on it. It's, is oh. it that valuable? Oh, um, is well, Twitter I guess it's that the valuable over. Yeah. But know. that's the, always the, the not thinking answer, the market, right. I, yeah. I, the, we're letting a market money determine the value of things that maybe aren't so valuable a Gucci purse. Right. Is it worth saying. that value? Well, yeah, the market says yes, because yes, Gucci whatever. has marketed to, to be the branding you know, their of name, it. their brand. You want that mm -hmm. label mm -hmm. and it's just marketing is the only reason diamonds. We've talked a little bit about yes. diamonds. Right, 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 right. Marketing that is driving these, the value of products that we don't, as consumers, we should stop and think is what's the value of that? I remember asking my old boyfriend, I was like, why are diamonds so valuable? Like what makes them so expensive or so valuable? And his answer was because they make people happy. Right. And I'm like, well, but, I'd know, be happy, but I don't want to spend, you know, 10. And there's a whole history of uh, a big, there's a whole history of diamond uh, mining yeah, De Beers and, and the, yeah. it was marketing. They just, yeah, market. well, but, but what I mean is there's a whole history of really horrible things that they did to get right, those diamonds. Right. <laughs> so but they limited mm -hmm. the um, volume. Mm -hmm. uh, and so they, and then they did marketing and then that's why, you know, they marketed that that's two months salary is what a diamond engagement ring should be. De Beers did this big marketing campaign. And, uh, of course, you know, they're, they're, uh, our little African kids sure. yeah. their lives to mine these diamonds in Africa. Um, and to me, I just feel like that's, for a rock, for a shiny rock, when you can get it there, there there's man-made ones that I wouldn't know the difference. Mm, right. And now they're promoting that. Uh, I saw a campaign about that, you know, these, yeah. uh, synth, what do you call them? Fake synthetic. diamonds. I don't know. Synthetic. Yeah, yeah. Um, which would be, be fine for me because I, I lose things a lot. So <laughs> I'd rather wear the, wear it. Like, that's, oh, that's why I don't wear jewelry, you know, look, yeah. because I'm always like working out or whatever. And I'm like, yeah. I'm going to walk, you know, doing stuff, cleaning something. Me too. You know? <laughs> me too. Again, but see, Kimberly, you and I are more practical. Yeah. And so, and th that's me. I always like to do stuff with my hands and, right. you know, if I had a big gigantic rock, I would keep it in, in my jewelry box. Yeah. I'd be like, Oh, I love having it. I like shiny, sparkly jewelry. I love jewelry. But yeah. I wouldn't wear it. Probably. I know I have some diamonds that I actually have one in a safe deposit box. And then I have one, but I never wear them. You know, I yeah, just, mine just are all in a safety deposit box. Mine are, yeah. I mean, my old boyfriend gave me a beautiful big <laughs> emerald diamond ring <laughs> and it's locked up. I don't wear it. I know. Um, and then of course my engagement ring and all my diamonds. And, uh, but getting back to your point about, you know, the value of the arts, that's the one thing that some countries do value that and because they see it as part of the culture and we were talking about that too a little bit with the nashville thing how they value music there more maybe it in a way they value it more than even la now because in la it's just about what's going to bring money it's all about money you know and culture is something that you can never you can't buy really you well, know and also i saw this uh facebook post the other day that had ticket prices and like I guess Taylor Swift's. Oh yeah. 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 $2,000 or something. Yeah, and then yeah. it said, you know, the cost of local, a local, whatever entertainment, local band, $10. Mm -hmm. And so, and you, and there's some really big talent, really talented people that never made it big. Mm -hmm. 
what I was talking about a little bit ago. Why should they struggle and starve when they're just as talented? It's just, they never got whatever exposed or got the right marketing. Mm -hmm. Um, and so sometimes it's wiser just to support your local talent mm -hmm. you know, or spend 10 bucks and go see somebody locally. Like you did in Nashville, you know? Yeah. Yeah. You came to, you know, people that came to see us, what a surprise. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, but, um, yeah, so we want to wish everybody, you know, happy new year and please let us know, uh, like I said, uh, if there's topics you want us to talk about more, yeah. we're, we're still searching. Yeah. So. And start the year off, right. Think about, you know, try to think a little bit deeper about what we're doing with our culture hmm. um, and see, you know, if we are on the right page, if we're doing the right thing. And there's, I always say that we're doing everything wrong, but I think we're doing some things right. Um, so maybe contribute more to our society um, by getting more involved. That's what I wish people would do and not from just what they here on cable news, but really give thought to what makes our, what can make us a more harmonious, magical society. Right. That's a, that's a good, that's a good wish for everybody. Yes. Yes. So, all right. all right. Well, everyone, uh, Merry Christmas. And well, I don't know if we'll have this out before Christmas, but um, we're going to try. <laughs> or, yeah. At least happy new year. <laughs> yeah. And uh, we'll see you in 2023. 2023. Okay. Bye. Bye. Bye.